Hello and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. I'm Crystal Renee Hazlett, and today I'm having girl talk with my girl slash sister slash manager, Denora, aka Denora Denora Lina Pena. Denora Pena. Denora, first of all, thank you so much. Thank you. What a lot of people don't know is that this would not have happened without you. Well, us. Without, but it was your, like, you really pushed it though. You was like, you need to do this. Yeah. You know, it was a thought when we first met and started mm -hmm. working together. And I was like, oh, cause I felt like podcasts were kind of oversaturated. Mm -hmm. Didn't know if my voice would be heard, if it even mattered. And at the top of this year, you were like, no, you need to do this. Yeah. And you have a lot to talk about. And I was like, okay. And we're filming season two now. Season two. It's been an amazing and how do you And how do you feel? I feel good. As someone who thought, like, I don't have a voice, my voice doesn't matter, and you get flooded yeah. with messages and DMs and emails about how impactful this podcast has been. It feels amazing. And then yeah. it's also a testament that we made the right choice oh, yeah. to go forward with this. Yeah. Because I was nervous. I remember the first episode I did. Oh my God, yes. It was with Dr. Darius yes. Daniels and yes. um, Pastor Shamika. And yes. I was so nervous, y'all. So oh nervous. my gosh. So nervous. So nervous. And then I found my footing and got more comfortable sure with it. And because of you guys, it's just grown and um, the support has been amazing. My team, you, yeah. Chanel, Kyle, um, it's just been incredible, yeah. and I'm super excited to have you on the couch. This Thank is this you. important because we have we have some really good deep talks, y'all. Yeah. We do, and um, I want people to see another side of you. Yes. So <clears throat> nervous, y'all. Don't be nervous. Don't be nervous. I'm nervous <laughs> because I don't. You know, I'm used to, as you know, mm -hmm. being behind the scenes. Yeah. And I mean, you met me back when I was like, even when you're doing social media, I don't want to be in it. Yes, yeah, like get it. I don't like yeah. not want to be on camera, y'all. She's yeah. like, no, stop. Get get the camera out of my face. And wow. um, you know, it's really interesting because you spoke a word over me on my birthday mm. that I've seen sort of manifests manifest itself mm -hmm. throughout the year. Um, so for my birthday, you called me, and it was crazy because it like if do you remember when I was like Chris what was that yeah and you were like I don't, I don't know. know what that was like, it was not me that it was just came out of nowhere yeah but um in wishing me a happy birthday and all of these things she's like you know Denora I just I just see you on stages and on platforms like speaking to people and and you you were just going and going and I'm like listening and then you finish and I go Crystal what was that and you're like I don't know what that was no. and I was like God, nothing but God, Holy Spirit telling mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. to tell me what I needed to hear. And, yes. and I've seen that manifest itself this year mm -hmm. um, as far as, you know, I said yes to another podcast that mm -hmm. I also was <laughs> super nervous about. Mm -hmm. And I did that podcast interview, which came out recently. And and then I've just been finding more and more courage to share what God imparts on me on mm. social media. Yeah. Mm. And yeah, so we're literally having this conversation in the I midst of chills. a very uncomfortable season for me. Ah, it's very, very, very uncomfortable season. Mm -hmm. Like I'm still actually shaking right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> and don't even know which camera I'm supposed <laughs> to be looking like, at. The um, Raven's face. Truly. 
truly. <laughs> like, I just, I am shaking right now. Listen, I feel like in what we've learned in our walk, in our faith walk, it's in moments like that where you have to have the faith yeah. to just go for it, you yeah. know? And I do, I see, I don't know what it, like, I watch you on your social media. I see how you run all of our lives because you have so many clients and you literally, I'm like, Denora, you could do this for yourself too, mm. you know? And I, I always, I said in that conversation to make space for yourself, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Find time for Denora because you so and so and so and water everybody else's garden mm -hmm. that you have to make time to water your own. But I think it's in seasons where you're scared to take that next step or you're shaking on the couch that God is really saying, just trust me. Yes. I have that thing too. Like if I have to speak in public, mm -hmm. I literally like, I get so nervous. I'm like, Lord, just give me the word, speak through yeah. me because I don't know what to say. Like just speak through me, speak through me, God. And literally as soon as I hit the stage and we start talking, it's like, it's gone. Thank you. It's gone. But yeah. like little before I'm like, oh God, what, what if I start stuttering? What if I don't find the words? Because sometimes I'm looking for the word and I know the word. I'm like, what's the word? And I'm like, please don't let me get up here and not be able to speak, you yeah. know, and like just speak clearly and articulate myself. And it gets very yeah. nerve wracking. Yeah. So a lot of people think like, because I do this all the time that I don't have those nerves. I'm mm -hmm. saying that to say that this is normal. Yeah. What you're feeling is normal. Yeah. And um, it's Thank always you. when God puts you in a little uncomfortable season yes. that you're about to propel. Yes. You know, and just Absolutely. buckle up. I, listen, <laughs> I've seen that. I've seen that my entire life. Like mm -hmm. my entire life is a display of what happens when you allow yourself to sit in the discomfort. You know, you think about when I quit my job, I had a six-figure salary, mm -hmm. I had a good position. At that time, I had a dream and a vision of becoming a CMO for a beauty brand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I have always been very ambitious, incredibly driven, and I was just on that path and on that track, and God is like, mm -hmm. you remember when you were younger and you always knew that you were gonna be a businesswoman, entrepreneur? I'm gonna need you to lean in on that. Oof. And then little by little starts revealing exactly what he wants me to do mm -hmm. and how he wants me to do it. And then I start obeying, but I start obeying in what feels safe for me, mm. which is okay. I'll do this on the side while I still keep my safety, mm -hmm. which is my full-time job yes. with my salary and my benefits mm -hmm. and my bi-weekly check. Yes. And um, mm. he continued like fast forward to like me doing it safe. And then he continues to tug at my heart. Like I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to do this, mm -hmm. but I'm uncomfortable yeah. and I'm, and I'm feeling like, what, what do you mean? How do I just quit I, I've worked my way up to get to this moment mm -hmm. and what I recognized started happening in my life was that God was literally warning me like if you do not do this I'm going to cause havoc in your life and you're not gonna like it mm -hmm. because now now you're making me force you yes. to obey and he will shake things up listen <laughs> let me tell you there was nothing there were two experiences that I had the first one being I'll never forget I was negotiating a deal for two of my other clients mm -hmm. and the deal came through from an agency that we had at Shea Moisture. So I was head of influential marketing wow. brand partnerships at Shea Moisture. Yes. Our agency that we had hired as a social media agency mm -hmm. reached out to me separately as these folks manager yeah. about this deal. It was like, and I'm like nervous as I'm negotiating this because I'm like, don't sign as Denora. This is when like I would only sign as D. Uh, don't sign as Denora, don't this, delete your number, and that panic, and I was like, okay, wow. God, I hear you. Uh -huh. And then the second time was I was negotiating another deal, 
And that person, at that time, uh, Shay had already been um, acquired by Unilever. Mm -hmm. And so that deal was being, uh, came in from someone that was at P&G. Mm. So we're direct competitors. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what research that person did. And then an email goes, oh, so did you leave Shea Moisture? And I was like, what? And I was like, okay, God, uh -huh. I hear you. Mm -hmm. I hear you because the biggest, the, the, my biggest thing was that I didn't want Rich Lou, who mm -hmm. was the founder of Shea Moisture and who recruited me, created this opportunity for me, mm -hmm. believed in me. I didn't want him to find out. Mm -hmm. I wanted to honor him Absolutely. and what he saw in me. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want him to find out like, because somebody exposed me. Right. Um, and, and I was like, God, you know, I hear that you're clearly calling me to do this, but I'm scared. Mm. So I'm going to commit to a fast. Mm -hmm. And at whatever point during that fast, you give me peace about this decision, I promise that I will obey. Mm. And my fast was I got off social and I was only drinking water until like 6 or 7 p.m. Oh, to nice. have dinner. Wow. Day three, I woke up and I thought it'd be, because up until that moment, every time that I would think about quitting, I had a knot in my stomach mm. and I was scared. Mm -hmm. Day three, I woke up and the idea of going, of quitting did not terrify me anymore. And I said, I heard you got it. And I called Richelieu right away. Mm. And Richelieu's exact words were, Denora, you're going to fucking crush it. He was like, I hired you mm -hmm. and recruited you and poached you because you are entrepreneurial, yes. because you work so hard, yep. because you're a jack of many trades, mm -hmm. because of all of this. I knew you would eventually yeah. leave me. I just didn't want it to be so soon, right. but I knew you would eventually leave me. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's what happens. And that's exactly what happened. Wow. I love that. I love that. I, too, had to take a leap of faith when I worked on Capitol Hill. Mm -hmm. Similar story where... I just realized that I was not living my dream. I yes. feel like I had it's something about when God, when you know that God has something else for you, you um, he starts tugging at your heart, mm -hmm. and you, it's like you you're restless. It's like yes. why can't I like shake this thing? Mm -hmm. And it's like you know deep down in your heart that you have something more to offer the world yes. in a bigger capacity. And and sometimes in those moments, it's taking that leap of faith, being scared, mm -hmm. jumping blindly, not mm -hmm. knowing if you're going to land on your feet or, or your face. Listen. Like, you have no idea. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you, where do you think that stems from, just the the doubt or the, because um, I know Rich, he saw something in you. Yeah. Did you always, did you ever see that in yourself or were you always kind of like, what is he seeing? Why yeah. me? So I've always recognized Denora, you are insanely ambitious and you are very driven. Mm -hmm. I've always recognized that about myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I earned most likely to succeed in high school. Yes. Like, in high school, all same thing. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I've always been very ambitious. Um, and so I that I recognized. Mm -hmm. The irony is that growing up, I never thought of myself as a person with any skills. Wow. or any talent mm -hmm. because we have a different idea of what skills and talent looks like everyone does yeah can you sing can you dance do you play an instrument right. can, are you you know my brother was like all american in every single sport mm -hmm. he ever played and that was not my story and so i didn't necessarily i always recognized the ambition and the drive in me but mm -hmm. never the talent and the gift mm -hmm. and so it was in high school actually my english teacher shout out to miss mcavoy who <laughs> i wonder where she is in the world but my English teacher, I became the head of the prom committee. Okay. And she was like, at that time I wanted to do journalism. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Donora, what did you say you wanted to do? I was like, journalism. She was like, I feel like you should look into a career in PR or marketing. Like mm -hmm. you just have, there's just something that you have. Mm -hmm. I had never even heard of the word marketing. Right. So I had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. 
And so she had connected me to one of her um, college friends that worked at Mac. Mm -hmm. And she told me a little bit about she, what she did. And then I became intrigued with that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, yeah, I want to do that. And then that was my initial major. And then they told me I had to take statistics. And I was like, well, the way my math is set up. Ma'am. <laughs> so what's the alternative? Right. And so then, um, then I was like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll do PR and journalism. Mm -hmm. And so that was what all of my career was. Um, you know, I had a stint in music. I managed, um, y'all remember Leah Sunshine? I don't know how old y'all are, but Leah Sunshine from that little flip record. Yeah. So 50 yes. signed her to G-Unit. Wow. And I, um, one of the A&Rs from G-Unit who I knew because I had a brief stint in music, I worked at BMI. Mm -hmm. He was like, Denora, I feel like you'd be a really great manager. So he was the one that planted the manager seed first wow. ever okay. he's like I feel like you'd be a really great manager and we just signed Leah Sunshine and she needs a manager mm -hmm. like you sh you guys should meet and we met and I did that for a while and then I went um you know back into PR that's a long-winded way for me to answer your question of <laughs> did I we want the details Listen, it's no this is she good is, she's a wind uh, a long-winded mommy but I um no I did I recognize my own ambition and my own drive mm -hmm. but I never recognized my own my, my own actual talent That's and skill great. yeah and and I think that that also has a lot to do I think your environment set is has a lot to do with determining whether you recognize that mm -hmm. you know I, I didn't necessarily grow up in an environment where um, you know I had parents that affirmed me in that way and mm -hmm. to no fault of theirs yeah. rather than them just you know out of sheer ignorance of mm -hmm. not understanding that that's something that you should a do child. for a child mm -hmm. that you should tell your children you're so smart you're so yeah. talented you're so this you're so that so mm -hmm. yeah that's real yeah wow so when you took that leap of faith I love telling people I love people to understand that things don't happen overnight mm -mm. what was your first gig as far as like when you realize, like, okay, this is like, I'm doing what I want to do. Um, I would say the first gig was, ooh, that's a really good question. Cause I would say I had several, like I, mm -hmm. I, I did always love everything that I did. Okay. Um, <clears throat> out of college, I worked at BMI mm -hmm. and I was there for a couple months. And then one of the, the, the guy that was a president at a PR agency that I interned for, mm -hmm then ended up hiring me, like he called me to recruit me. Mm -hmm. I stay getting recruited. But that speaks to your work ethic yeah. and your character. Yeah. Because if they didn't see something in you, they wouldn't call you back. That's very true. Mm -hmm. What work ethic you said yesterday that I have? Like, <laughs> you have to have work ethic like Beyonce. You do, you, you're- Let the record show. You remind me so much. If you watch Beyonce documentaries, you see that she is relentless with her work. Mm -hmm. And so are you. I just didn't want I, you to forget that I you said that. Yes, yes. She, okay. <laughs> but I, um, I have, I've, I've always done work that I loved. Mm -hmm. I, I, I have been very fortunate with that. I, again, right out of college, I was in the music business, did that for a while. Uh, was recruited by um, this guy who was the president of a, the, an agency that I interned for. He launched his own agency. Mm -hmm. He recruited me. I worked there. And then actually at that point, then I was there for a couple months. And then I had my first stint at trying to be an entrepreneur. Okay. Now it's only 22. And it was like, going back, I'm like, Denora, what were you thinking? But mm -hmm. again, it was an experience that like really mm -hmm. helped me even understand what it takes to be an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. And so I did that for maybe a year and a half and two year or two years. And I was like, okay, you're broke. Mm -hmm. You're still living in your mama's basement. Mm -hmm. 
And for the first time ever, my mom actually had to start helping. I have paid my own cell phone bill since I was 14. So wow. the first time ever, my mom had to start, start helping me with my bills mm -hmm. because, you know, I was out there like grinding and mm -hmm. it was hard. And, um, she, uh, and, and I ended up going back and I went back to an agency and actually that was a job that I didn't really like much because mm -hmm. I was doing like medical PR and I was like, this is so boring, mm -hmm. but I was desperate and I needed a job. Hello. But then I ended up at the agency where Shea Moisture became my client mm -hmm. and that absolutely changed my life. That's amazing. And definitely my time at Shea Moisture was my most, like my best memories, my favorite time, the, the, the season of my life that I was stretched the most, mm -hmm. um, you know, having access and being in the proximity of someone like a Rich Lou Dennis mm -hmm. is incredible. I mean, he owns Essence now mm -hmm. and he's an investor in Slutty Vegan and in Honey Pot and in all these wow. other companies yeah. and just being in proximity to that and being someone that, that to this day, like he calls mm -hmm. for, you know, projects or whatever that is, um, that was life changing. Yeah. And I would say that was definitely my my favorite um experience i love that. as an employee i love that yeah so let's get into something that you've had a big impact on my life and i'll go back to how we originally met we originally met through deval and kadeen mm -hmm. ellis and um you managed them as well and <clears throat> i was just getting started trying to find some just trying to find my footing in this industry and at the time when i contacted you you didn't have the bandwidth to really mm -hmm. help me and then um, you called me, he's like, hey, I built my team. Mm -hmm. We can take you on if you're still interested. And I was like, yes. Mm -hmm. So when you sign on to a management team, I did, I, I'm thinking like, okay, this is the person that helps me get deals. She manages my career, my contracts, all those things. Not knowing that um, you would be someone who also came into my life to help me to even bond over God. Mm -hmm. You know, we bond through God, through um, our faith, through healing. Yeah. And you knew I was going through some things because as we talk now, it's not just like yeah. a business. It's yeah. like we're actually friends mm -hmm. and family. And you were like, Crystal, you need to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I do. And it's my thing, I had been going, I had tried somebody, but I wasn't being honest with the person. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. And I had to be real with myself. You're not telling this person everything so they can really help you. Yeah. So you like, I got somebody. Yeah. And you introduced me to um, Dr. Delana Zimmerman. Mm -hmm. And when I say completely changed my changed life. life. Shout out to Delana. That is, Shout a, that is Delana. a disciple of God. She is. She <laughs> is. Yeah. What was it that made you realize Denora, you need counseling and like what helps you get to Oof. those steps because a lot of times I know even our viewers um they're saying just from watching it they're going through a healing process yeah. now we've opened them up to the idea of therapy even though I feel like we're now in a, a space culturally where mental health awareness mm -hmm. is so big um people are actually taking it more serious yeah. than they did in the past but just even this podcast alone is inspiring women and men alike to yes. go get help. Yes. What was it that made Denora like, okay, this, I, I need to go talk to somebody Ooh, else. Child. I can't do this on my own. Ooh, child. Ooh, <laughs> child. Um, the, I was aware for a while that I needed therapy because I, I had to, I had already recognized that I had daddy issues, which I had addressed in 20, in 2018, God spoke a word over my life that changed my life. And mm -hmm. the first thing that God called me to do 
was um, heal a relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I think I, I want to touch on that real quick because it's related but not related to your question. But I want to touch on that because many from our community experience, I hate the word daddy issues, but for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. daddy issues. Mm -hmm. And my father, though, I, you know, he's present. He's, you know, still lives at home with my mom and all of that stuff. My father was and still is to this day an emotionally absent father. Mm. And also was not a physically present father because he was gambling until two, three, four o'clock in the morning mm. Mm. when he should have been at home with his kids. And so um, I, I had reached an age, maybe around like 15, where that really, I think in me and my own development as a, as a young adult and all of that, where I recognized his absence and it started to hurt me. Mm. And so I became very judgmental over my father. I started like rejecting him. I didn't mm. necessarily care to have a relationship with him. Mm -hmm. And, um, but there's always consequences to things like that. Like you pick the wrong men because really... you end up wanting to find or, or, or you end up turning the men that you dated to your father mm -hmm. or wanting them to fill the role of your father and that's mm -hmm. not what they're there for. That's not their job, yeah. But you don't recognize that because mm -hmm. you don't have the self-awareness to even know that. Mm -hmm. And um, after, after, in 2018, when God called me to heal my relationship with my father, he literally said to me, I need you, oh Lord, mm -mm. we're not gonna cry. Mm -hmm. He said, I need you to see your father through my eyes. Ooh. That mm. is still my child. It, wow. That was the word that the Lord mm. gave me. Oof. The Lord <laughs> <laughs> Took us long enough. It is. I got my canvas. I got my canvas uh, napkin though. Wow. But that There's was the word. That was the, the word that God Jesus. gave me. That set me free mm. and allowed me to create space for the relationship to heal. Mm -hmm. Because I think that what's very easy for us to do as Christians that are in, a, in our word and that do go to church mm -hmm. and that do read the devotionals mm -hmm. and that can recite scripture is that we become self-righteous. Mm. And we think, mm -hmm. oh, well, we know God, so... Oh, you, he's going to have his day with God. So are you. Yeah, hello. So are you. What she said. That's it right there. And so wow. when God said that to me, when God basically said, y'all are the same before my eyes. Yep. So I'm going to need you to see him through my eyes. Yes. Set me free. And so wow. that, that in 2018, that sort of be, that, that was the beginning of my healing journey. Mm -hmm. What led me to say, baby, you need therapy though. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and therapy is a gift from God because mm -hmm. a lot of people think you just pray about it and read scripture. Mm -hmm. No, mm -hmm. therapy is a gift from God. Yes. And it's meant to be a resource to help you. It's mm -hmm. not meant to be the source, but it's meant to be a resource. Say that again. It's not meant to be a source. It is a resource. A resource. And so the thing that led me to finally say, I need to go to therapy was that I was in a relationship non-relationship we know what we know i was in a situation <laughs> with someone i was in a situation with someone and it's funny because i had said to him one day i was like you remind me so much of my dad mm. and he was offended by that because he he's like he knows my he knew my story with my dad mm. and he has two children and he's very present in their lives and all of that mm -hmm. but i couldn't i i didn't understand why mm -hmm. and it was because he 
is also, or was, because he has the right to have changed, he was so emotionally unavailable as well. Mm. And I was like, that is why he reminds me so much of my father, mm -hmm. because he's emotionally I found myself doing what I did with my father as a child. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm a good child. I get good grades. I, I come, I'm, I'm home on time when I have curfew. Yeah. Love me, choose me over yes. your friends in the streets. Mm -hmm. I found myself. That's what everyone wants. Listen, <laughs> doing the same thing with him. Mm. Wanting, wanting to be chosen by him. Wow. And it, and it never happened. And I used to take that mm -hmm. as a reflection of me and who I mm -hmm. was as a woman, mm -hmm. not understanding that that had nothing, nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with you. Nothing. I now know that, mm -hmm. but then I didn't. Yeah. And so that was, it was when I recognized I had gotten out of the, the, the situationship and I said, Denora, you need therapy because your picker is still all the way off because mm. you continue to pick the wrong men i did that too i went through a phase of that Child. just picking the wrong and not just it's a never-ending cycle yeah wonder why i'm ending with the same results i'm like you gotta stop going for these type of men it, yes. it's a thing it's a tra it's a trauma mm -hmm. attraction it is it's a trauma attraction. Trauma bonds. You, it's trauma <laughs> it's trauma bonding and you don't even recognize yeah. that that's what it is until you're on the other side of that mm-hmm yeah. You know, and the funny thing is that because I always talk about the one man that I've that I've ever been in love with in my life because I've only been in love once. And the funny thing is that that man was actually the complete opposite of my father. Mm. Right. He mm -hmm. was present. He was emotionally available. Yes. In fact, he was who, you know, would say, no, no, it's not OK for you to shut down. So we're just going to both sit here mm -hmm. until we talk about it. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I like that. You know, like he like he was that. But I was so immature mm -hmm. and did not have the awareness mm -hmm. to even recognize yeah. what I had in front of me. Mm -hmm. And so, and regardless, he wasn't meant to be with me. He's married uh -huh. with three children now. Like he's with who question. he was supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. He's with who he was supposed to be. Clearly. Mm -hmm. He actually left me for her. Where he at? We need his address. We're going to pull up on you. You know, wow, that's but crazy. His loss, anyway. Listen, no, 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 no. But listen, it's so funny because, <laughs> um, all jokes aside, he made he made the right decision. Okay. I, no, 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 no. He made he's with who he was supposed to be with. We had to be in each other's lives because he needed to experience me to be able to recognize her, and I needed to experience that to grow. Yes. Oh, that's good. You no, know what I'm yep. saying? It all working for your good. It, it all worked for a good. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's good. it. So, so he's with who he was supposed to be with. Okay. You know, I don't, I don't look at that experience and hate him. In fact, I, I, I have when I've seen because you know, as girls, we do the check-ins randomly. You know, <laughs> and and when I and when I've done my check-ins, I actually smile looking at his family oh, photos. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I'm like, he's with who he was supposed to be. That's beautiful maturity. Healing. We love it. She loves it. <laughs> I know, but it's true. He's with who he was it. supposed to be with. I love it. So through that, let's talk about dating. Okay. Because oh, you and I are both driven, powerful women. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked about dating women, women of our caliber, the type of men we attract, the type of men, what men that we need in our lives and that we want. Mm -hmm. um, how have you been able to balance your career? Because it's you. I haven't. That's real. That's, re <laughs> that's real. <laughs> I, I'll cut your question short. I, I have not. I, 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 I haven't. 
Okay. Is that something that you are ready for, that you're open to? Oh, my God, yes. Yes. I am desiring Mm -hmm. and ready um, to share my life with someone and Mm -hmm. to start a family. I have, especially now that I'm born and raised in New York, BX stand up. And I now live in California and I've been in California for three years mm-hmm. and I've had to navigate life on my own yeah. as a woman that has been family oriented her entire life who mm-hmm. the idea of a weekend is we go to my mom's house and we have parties and yeah. all 23 of my cousins are there with my 45 aunts and uncles. Right. And so mm-hmm. that's the life that I grew up in to then make such a drastic change yeah. to California where I had, you know, people that I know and a community of friends, but not family yeah you know and and now I'm like I want my own family mm-hmm. mm. and I've done the work mm-hmm. you know again my healing journey started in 2018 and I've been in therapy for the past three plus years so I've done the work and I want it um, but dating is hard and dating as a ambitious successful woman is even harder it is you know yeah. because I think that Unfortunately, a lot of men, I think, have rested in, well, I provide, and Mm -hmm. so I bring money, and I bring stability, and I bring this, and I bring that, but how do you show up for a woman that already provides that for herself? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It requires for you to step into parts of yourself that you perhaps have not exercised before, Mm -hmm. or that you had no awareness of, like, Mm -hmm. wait. She can take care of her own bills. So what she needs for me to do is provide her an emotionally safe space. Yes, yes. And they're not used to that. And they're not used to that. They're literally used to buying love and just paying. Okay, you're taking care of good. Exactly. All right, I'm going to go get this next deal done. Like, exactly. Yeah, they're so used to that. And some women are okay with it. Yes. You know, but there are women like you and I who need more than we that. We need more than that. I don't mm-hmm. need you. I, I, I don't. Listen, we all want mm-hmm. an eight, ten, nine, ten, whatever figure this, and a man that looks like this and that has this. We all want that. Mm-hmm. But what I need more than I can get those things for myself. Yeah. I can do that thing for myself. Mm-hmm. What I what I need to be able to do is I need to be able to rest somewhere. Yeah. I need I need someone that's gonna be able to create an environment for me to flourish. Mm-hmm. I need somewhere that where I can be just soft yeah. and where I can exercise mm-hmm. all of my femininity with. Yes. yes. As a businesswoman, I am in my masculine 24 seven mm-hmm. because I'm often the only woman in the room. I'm often the only person of color in the room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I, you, you kind of walk into and step into environments where you're kind of like automatically like on the defense almost. Absolutely. Right. I need to just walk in and be able to rest mm-hmm. and to be able to chill. And, 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 you know, something that I recent, a revelation that I recently had is that I really want to be with someone, um, who can create a safe space for my inner child. Mm. I didn't even know that until recently. Wow. That's good. Because yeah. it's so funny because I told you this yesterday, but Catrice, who's, you know, you know, she's my client, but she's also one of my very close friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like very close with all of my client's children and her son, Ashton, he calls me Titi Demora. It's the cutest oh. thing ever. And he's and we're on the phone one day and he's like, Titi Demora, who's your favorite character, a Smurf character? And Catrice being funny, she's like, um, 
Actually, she didn't watch the Smurfs growing up. She watched Judge Judy. <laughs> and so it was hilarious, but it was also true. Mm-hmm. I've been working since I was 13 years old. Yeah, wow. I didn't, I, I didn't have a high school experience of cutting school to go to hooky parties mm. or, or going to games. I wasn't mm. on a sports team. I wasn't on, like, I've been working since I was 13. Yeah. All I know and it all worked. I recognize is work. Yeah. And it was the same thing for me in college. Mm-hmm. I was in school full-time. I was interning full-time. At a point, I pledged. We won't even talk about that. And then I was also working full-time. I was a retail manager for BB. Oh, wow. I used to love BB. Oh, my God. BB and Arden B. Remember when we used to pull up in the club with that? Ma'am, every Friday Ma'am. I would go give me a new little dress, a little BB Ma'am. dress and some, um, what was the shoe store? Um, Aldo? No, the other one where you can get like, buy one and get one half off. Steve Madden? No, it was another one. <laughs> Bakers. Oh my God, <laughs> Bakers. Bakers used to have some cute You used to find shoes. cute shoes at Bakers? What? Them heels, girl, yes. Uh, I was an Aldo I was girl. But I, I liked Aldo too, but mm-hmm. I love me some BB. I love Steve Madden too. Yes. Steve Madden was the one. Maybe those strappies are still legit. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean, my entire life has been work. Mm-hmm. And so and so I, I recently recognized like, and I've had friends like, you know, Deval, for instance, mm-hmm. has told me a thousand times over the years, like, you know, you're too rigid, you're too rigid, you're too rigid, mm-hmm. you're too rigid. Mm-hmm. Right. And so and so I want to be with someone who can create a safe space for yeah. me to mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. some of that um that stuff that I didn't experience yeah. as a child. I you love know? It. Absolutely. Do you find it hard have like transitioning from work and having to be that masculine person and the boss that you are and take no shit from anybody to like if you are dating someone then mm-hmm. becoming soft is it like a light switch or are you able to I'm easily able to transition. Oh good. I, some people I know that they can't like really turn yeah. it off. Yeah. No, I, I am easily able to transition. I think one thing that if you were to ask the men that I've dated, mm-hmm. what's one thing that you loved about the Nora? I feel like every single one of them would say the way that she took care of me. Mm. I'm very, very, very nurturing. Yes. And so I love to serve mm-hmm. and to take care of people. Mm-hmm. Um, where that has been an issue in previous relationships, and I'm just going to be real, mm-hmm. I was the realest man in the house. So, I- <laughs> 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 like, my thing is, yeah. like, if you're going to be a man, be a man, Just my guy. About it, please. I, like, I'm the, like Beyonce said, um, I'm the only, she said, I'm the only lady, yet I'm still the realest nigga in the room. Truly. <laughs> That's I was, crazy. I was, I was, like, I was the, the realest, like, my brother, makes yeah. jo- my, my brother made a joke before. He was like, <laughs> he was like, um, there's three men here, and my and my sister's the realest one. Like, period. I, sir, I step up, sir. I, I'm gonna need you to be a man. Like, yes. and the one thing, ooh, I feel my triggers going off. Oh, 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 pew, pew, pew. Don't, ooh. Oh. <laughs> I'm triggered. Need a Kyle. stress ball. Kyle, I'm triggered. Smile at her, Kyle. Why do we go here? <laughs> Smile at me, Kyle. <laughs> Smile at me, Kyle. Lisa Ray, you can get it. Listen. <laughs> I, listen, please do not, let me, please do not be the man talking about I'm the man and batting your chest and wanting to split bills with a woman. Okay. And to that, this is, that's all, folks. (laughs) 
Like, I was, once upon a time, mm. I dated a man mm. who was like, chest out, prideful, mm -hmm. like, yeah, uh, you know, I'm this and I work here and I got this title and I this and I that. And I'm like, but we splitting bills and I still got to remind you to Venmo me my ha your half. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, no. And so it, it would irk me. Ooh, now you triggered me. Ooh, it would <laughs> irk me when we would be sitting, like, I would hang out with him and his boys. And he's, like, talking all that man shit. No, he ain't doing shit. And I'm like... But you still ain't sent me your half of the rent. Mm -mm. And we just had a fight over who's going to get this Uber. So what are we talking what about? Is that? What? Oh, my goodness. Like, Why do they do that? What, what are we talking yeah, about? That's, I, I can't stand that either. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so that's where mm. my masculine mm -hmm. has been an issue in yep. relationships. Where I'm just like, bruh. Mm -hmm. If you're going to be a man, I'm going to need you to be a man, though. Yeah. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, Please. I'm a, like, down to simple things, mm -hmm. but, but like, that might mean, and, and I will admit, I'm the woman that subscribes to gender roles, so this may or may not relate to some of you, but, like, mm -hmm. why am I taking out the trash? Oh, yeah. And so if you create, if you mm -hmm. are creating an environment where my masculine has to be present, then mm -hmm. don't be mad at me when I have to be the man in the house. Hello. That's real. That's real. That's real. I think as a single woman, or I'm not single anymore, but like in that phase. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard that? <laughs> but it was. I'm she said, like, baby, there's a distinction. I can't relate. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still like, you know what I'm saying? We're not married. So, like, yeah. um, I still have to do a lot of things. I still mm -hmm. have to take the trash mm -hmm. out when he's not here. But it's like, when I didn't have anybody, it's like, dang, like, I want to do Lord, this. I don't want to do everything. Yeah. Like I do want mommy to be like, don't babe, I, I'll take care of that. You know, yes. there's not, like you said, we don't subscribe to gender roles, but there's just some things that a woman shouldn't have to do, yes. you know? And I, I grew up in a household where my father built every home that we lived in. So I'm a handy woman. Mm -hmm. Like I, I have a toolbox. I know how to put some stuff together. Mm -hmm. Like I can assemble anything. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't want to have to do that all yeah. the time, you know, yeah. like have to get get a ladder and change yeah. the lights and take the trash out, yes. fix the garbage disposal. Every day it's something else. And, it's, and it all falls on you. Everything. I just had that experience because I recently moved mm -hmm. and and <laughs> and when I'm when I'm go I'm like. I don't want to do this by myself. Mm -hmm. It's the unpacking. It's the unpacking. It's the, I have to put everything up. It's the, I have to make decisions. I, mm -hmm. I was like, I do not want mm -hmm. to do this by myself. Mm -hmm. It's a lot, you know, and, and let, and let the record show that I'm, I'm not doing it. I'm doing it by myself by choice from the standpoint of if I was desperate mm -hmm. to be in a situation, mm -hmm. I would be in a situation. Oh, easily could be in a situation. You know what I'm if saying? That's what you wanted. But yeah. I'm not desperate mm -hmm. because what I want is the right thing, not a, a thing. That's a good place to be in. You know? And mm -hmm. so I am willing to wait mm -hmm. for him. Yes. Versus finding fake substitutes of who he is. Mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not willing. So so again, mm -hmm. if I good. if I wanted, if I just wanted to have someone around, yeah. I could. I, I went through a phase like that. Of just choosing whoever? Yes, I, it was great, man. Like on paper, everything was like mm -hmm. perfect. Rich, fine, mm. portfolio, mm. just, 
really smart, vegan, like just just worked out like <laughs> not vegan. Everything, girl, just everything. But um, he had a little situation and I was in a space in my life where I was like, okay, that's fine, like mm -hmm. whatever. Honestly, probably thinking, now to think about it, I was thinking, he gonna end up leaving her like once he, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, once he and gets to know me. And I realized he was not leaving this girl. I was like, right. okay, what is really going on, you mm -hmm. know? And I found myself um, in a space where I just got comfortable, mm -hmm. you know, because I was the type of person and still I love my space, mm -hmm. you know? And I have to have someone that can respect that. Yeah. And even if you're right here and I'm here, I still feel like I have my space. Yeah. Or we can still be in the same household and not and I not feel claustrophobic or like, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I just need a minute, you mm -hmm. know? So with him, it was a great balance. Right. It was a good balance where it's like, okay, he lived on the south side, you know, yeah. far away. And I could see him when I wanted to see him. And when I didn't want to see him, I didn't have to see him. Mm -hmm. So I was like, this is actually kind of cool mm -hmm. where, for where I was in my life at that right. moment. And I remember the last day I went to his house. It's something about when God, when I'm driving, God always like to come and sit on that passenger mm -hmm. side. And I'm like, what you want? Right. <laughs> what you got to tell me? Right. And it was literally like, you know, you ain't going back after this. Mm. And I said, wow. Okay. And it was literally, I, the whole time I was there, I was just like, it was like a light. It's almost, it almost like it left your body. It literally left my body. Yeah. I was like, I'm good. I love those experiences yes. like that. Yes, oh my God. I love when that happens. <laughs> the crazy thing is that it always happens after us being so disobedient because <gasps> I know that I was God was telling you, this ain't oh it, this ain't it, this ain't it, this ain't it, this ain't it, crystal, crystal, crystal. It ain't it, it ain't it. But you weren't listening. No, and I was in that yeah. for like two years. Yeah. And then like we, we stopped talking for a while and then, COVID happened, when they say, I don't mind, it's the devil's playground. Look at that blessing. And that was that was my relationship with mm -hmm. old, old boy no, that likes to bat his chest. because that's when he came back. COVID, Who, COVID came back. Oh, oh he came I, back, COVID. Oh, I thought you were saying that, like, COVID helped it finish. No, we, I had finished it the year before, and then we had, like, maybe seven or eight months apart, and oh. COVID happened. COVID happened and um, just sitting in the house and you know how people start going through their phone. Mm -hmm. What you doing? Just checking, just checking. Just checking in. It's the just checking check in is turning the <laughs> So how'd you get out? I got out with that the, the last time. I, it was just like God was like, this ain't it for you. Right. I have better for you and yeah. I need you to listen to me because you're settling right now because everything is just easy and. Well, in my experience, mm -hmm. um, what I recognized was that um, I was settling because what I had was a self-worth issue. Mm. And that, then that's also been something that I've had to battle with mm -hmm. my entire life. Mm -hmm. Again, up until, up until 2018, when God wow. really started propelling all of my healing forward, yeah. I had issues of self-worth mm -hmm. where I would also find myself dating men that are like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, why why are you here? Why are you tolerating this treatment? Why are you tolerating this behavior? Mm -hmm. But but when you don't see yourself good enough to get what you almost dream of, yeah. mm -hmm. for you it's like, but you're not good enough to get that. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. and so you end up settling. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so at least for me in my experience. I walked out of that last relationship that I had recognizing like, yo, Denora, you have a self-worth issue. Wow. I think, we, yeah, yeah, for sure. 
because who like I felt like that too sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like that that that's what that's what it comes down to and that's mm-hmm. what leads us to making the wrong choices and being in situations that we shouldn't be in. Right. Yeah. So yeah. That's real. Wow. That's good. So we talked about our dating, we talked about our walk, we talked about our therapy. Our non-existent dating, at least for me. For you, she's yes. taken. She said she said I can't relate. Yeah, I can't. Sorry. I look, I can't. Sorry. Yeah. No. Can't relate. <laughs> You know, but it's, I mean, even dating, it's still, you know, ups yeah. and downs, um, getting to know someone. I was just telling the other day, like, we got to make this work because I don't want to get to know nobody else. Listen. Uh, it's like too much. Listen. Letting someone else in. Yeah. Um, so what's your, what do you like to eat? What's your favorite color? It's exhausting. Tell me, it's so exhausting. Yeah. It's exciting in the beginning when you really like the person. Mm-hmm. But thinking about doing that all over again with somebody else is like, I'm at the age where I don't want to keep doing yeah. this. Yeah, and then, and then the worst part is, see, I would care less about going through it again mm-hmm. if it wasn't that in-between period of like when <laughs> you were with somebody until like, so when am I going to be with somebody again? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. season. Ooh, that's hard. That's a hard season. That's a hard season. Ooh, let's talk about that. That season is hard. I have been single. The last relationship that I had was five years ago, 2018, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, was when I, I was set free by the Lord. Yes, Lord. And, hey. um, and then since then, I dated one guy on and off for like a year and some change. Mm-hmm. Very on and off. Mm-hmm. Like very on. We were probably off longer than we were on. Yes. And then, and then I dated one other person for two and a half months. Okay. Mm-hmm. In five years. In five years, yeah. So I like I have been in a five year waiting season. I'm like, Lord, mm-hmm. where is he at? I was like that too. Um, from after 2017, and a part of that, um, my job just did not give me the time or the space. Mm-hmm. And I said, I probably, I, I feel like sometimes with careers we sacrifice a lot as women. Oh yeah. Um, men, I feel like they can kind of, mm-hmm. it works in their favor when it mm-hmm. when they're career-driven men. But for women, when we're career-driven and successful, it's hard for us to find that balance, especially if you're like, like we were, I was in a service-based industry where mm-hmm. I'm styling and I'm literally at this person's beck and call 24-7. Mm-hmm. They can wake up and be like, hey, we're going here tomorrow. I've got to be ready, you yeah. know? And it's like, I can't roll and be like, hey, babe. So, yeah, I know we had a weekend plan, but I got to mm-hmm. go. And it was, those things would happen. And um, I was like, and he was, at the time, he was like super supportive. The guy I was dating. But I realized, like, after, I was like, I don't, I, it just didn't feel fair. Right. You know? Right. So I went through years where I just didn't, I would meet people and it just was like, you yeah. can't really go anywhere because, I don't know what's gonna happen. I may have it. Oh yeah, I'm off for a while. Mm-hmm. Then tomorrow the whole thing changes. And it's like, wait, I thought we had time. Do you look at those years um, with regret from the standpoint that you're like, damn, I should have chosen myself and my love life, but I struggle with it. Yes, yeah. um, even uh, even with um, kids, yeah, like that. The, the latter part of your 30s, you know, mm-hmm. I spent the that the last five, six years literally, like, committing myself to another person's life, you know? And the only thing that I regret, that's the only thing where I, have, I struggle, like, dang, like, I probably could have married or I may mm-hmm. have missed out on something. But then I also refl- go back to whatever's for you won't miss you. Yeah. And um, 
everything that I've gained, the knowledge, the life that I've mm. earned, um, and everything that I've learned in these moments, the places I've seen, yeah. they make up for all that. And I know if yeah. God has it in the cards for me to have children or to get married, it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it'll be more, more amazing than what I thought it would have been yeah. those past few years or what I thought maybe I was missing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I do, I, I've thought that like, dang, like, I've really sacrificed a lot, yeah. you know? And sometimes I even think about, there's there was a time where I was like, well, maybe, and I would joke, like, I'm just going to be Oprah, find me a Steadman and never get married mm -hmm. and just focus on my career mm -hmm. and just have somebody that's supportive. And then I also was like, well, maybe that's not in the cards for me either. I got okay with being alone and being wow. like, maybe this is just my life. Yeah. Maybe that's the sacrifice of having it all. Because yeah. they always say that you can't have it all, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, what is that? Maybe I'm sacrificing love to... Yeah. Live the life I want to live. I mean, moment of truth. Like, I mm -hmm. I struggle with that a lot. Wow. And it scares me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm scared in advance yeah. Yeah. Um, of experiencing that because even most recently, I, I hadn't been on a vacation in four years. Yes. The last time that I took a vacation was July 2019. Wow. And, okay, yeah, the pandemic happened in 2020, so let's erase that. But then I had all of 2021 and all of 2022 mm -hmm. to go, and I did it. And I literally just took a vacation for the first time, and I hadn't taken a vacation because I kept being like, I can't be away from my desk. I can't be away from my desk. I can't be away from my desk. Well, oh, well, I can't take a vacation because I got to go to Atlanta to be with this client, mm -hmm. or I got to go to L.A. to be with this client, or I got to go to New York to be with this client. Like, mm -hmm. it was always the work and whatever was happening in my client's life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It was always that. And it you was, would happily do it. It's not like a, yeah. Shit, well, I oh, no, this. I've if never. You want to, yeah. But but then it, it's also very hard. And this is the first time that I'm saying this out loud. But like, it's also very hard to be the person that consciously makes that decision. Mm -hmm. But then seeing everybody else live their life. It, and that's because I didn't of, stop you from being on me choosing yeah. to sacrifice my vacation because mm -hmm. you didn't ask me, hey, Denora, don't go on vacation because mm -hmm. I want you on your desk. That's no. a decision that I you made. made. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yep. But then it but but then when I ha when I have employees that have no issue requesting their paid time off Help. or or <laughs> see or see my clients living their best lives. I'm like, Denora, that's a part of that phone call when I was like. Take time for yourself. Yeah. That's a part of it. Because I know you got to recharge. You're doing too much for everybody. For everybody. And I don't do, and still that's something that like my therapist, Delena, mm -hmm. our therapist, mm -hmm. is trying to, you know, get me through. Yeah. The what fact you, that. For, like, because you do so much for everyone else, what do you do to take care of Denora? Do you have to do like spa days? Um, exercise like what is it that you find time that this is this yeah. is Denora's time yeah so I love to work out um and I do that I do that usually at night um I do go to there's this spot in uh West Hollywood called pause mm -hmm. where I can go and get like float therapy mm -hmm. and and sauna and cold plunges and all that so I like to do that um what is your mind reset because you have a million things going on. When do you take time to just be like, phone on do not disturb? Like, I need this time. I don't. Are you serious? The one thing that I do have boundaries around is that um, I, my phone goes off, both of my phones go on do not disturb at 9 p.m. Mm. Okay, good. But I'm still on my phone. Like, yeah. I'm still like checking emails, sending emails. Mm. Like, I'm still active, you yeah. know? Um, I've been better about 
dinner or does this need a response now mm -hmm. or can you respond to it in the morning yes and so i've that i've gotten That's better right. at like if i can respond to that tomorrow then there's no reason for me to like do it now mm -hmm. um but that is something that i'm still working on on mm -hmm. like figuring out like dinner you need to you need to see your identity outside of work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know you need to see yourself outside of this you do right um so I've taken like an interest in wanting to learn tennis. So I'm hoping to like start oh, tennis lessons. You're gonna love it. So oh, that I'd like COVID. to do, but yeah. yeah, I mean that that that's still that's still a space mm -hmm. where I need to um, I need to to create mm -hmm. more space for myself. Mm -hmm. What I will tell you though is um, I really like myself. That's good. Because everybody talks about, oh, self-love, self-love self really is important, too. but I like myself. Yeah. Like, I had this moment, today's my, on, uh, no, so Saturday, mm -hmm. um, where I, you know, again, so I recently moved in, so I'm still doing things, right? Like, I still have to pick up this and take this down and return the Wi-Fi from the old house. Like, yes. I'm still doing all of this. Mm -hmm. And, and I'm like doing all of this, running all these errands. And I'm like in the car, literally laughing with myself. I'm turning on music. I'm acting out the music. Like, and I, and I had this moment where I was like, I really enjoy my own company. Mm -hmm. Like I really enjoy myself. Yeah. Same. You know, and I, and I'm doing all those things and, and I'm getting back at home and, and I had to work for, for actually like an hour or so finishing up like all the stuff for, for this, um, for the taping for this. And then I went back to run my errands. I did my pedicure. Like, I did all my things. And I'm like, wow, it's so important. And I almost got on, on the ground to talk about this. But it's so important to just like yourself, mm -hmm. to enjoy your own company. It is. To mm -hmm. know yourself enough to, like, even know, like, what what music I'm craving or, mm -hmm. is, or, or should I actually sit in silence today mm -hmm. and not listen to anything yeah. like I, that I love wow. that I have, um, through my healing gotten to a place where I like myself. Yeah, I love it. I like yeah. you too. Thank you. A lot. I like you. And then you hear like, you know, sometimes you have guests and, um, they'll be like, Oh, it's like, when they gonna leave? I, I can share my space with you. Thank You're you. a guest. Like, That's because we're both very similar. We're like, <laughs> I'm going to go to my space and isolate, <laughs> and you're going to go to yours. We're like it very works. similar. We that. are. Yeah. I love that. Yes. I love it. I love it. So in closing, I'm going to challenge you to make time for yourself. Yes. I'm going to do check-ins. Like, hey, Denora, what have you done for yourself lately? And I want you to prioritize that because you prioritize everyone else in your life. And I, I know that's a part of the gig, that's your job, but you you can't pour for an empty cup. Yeah. You know, and I really want you to find time to really take care of yourself because you can get burned out really fast in this industry. You're growing. Mm. It's not slowing down anytime soon. Yes. And also make space for yourself so that you can have room to create your own. Okay. Because I need you to platform to be ready oh. to step out. Okay. Yes. Because that's a part of it. Yeah. That's that alone time to really mm -hmm. curate what it is that you want to do yeah. and to find that time. Because if you're constantly like, I gotta make sure Chris is right, gotta make sure Dwight Kennedy right, gotta make sure Kendall's right, gotta yeah. make sure Latrice is right, all your, and everybody else, it's like, mm -hmm. when does, like, okay, I need to see, make sure Denora is right. Yeah. You know, so I want to challenge yeah. you to do that. Thank you. You're welcome. I love I you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for I coming on. I receive that. Of yes. course.
Is there anything else you want to touch on? Mm-hmm. Good. Not that I can okay. think of. Yeah. She's also a producer, so it's like, she's on like, okay, let's also touch on. <laughs> so thank you. Seriously, that was thank good. You. Yes, I, a lot of nuggets on this one. All right, Denora. So now it is time for my favorite part of the show, which is positive outcomes. Yes. And we have a letter from a young lady named Meg. Um, it says, good evening, Crystal. My name is Meg. Sending love all the way from Kenya. Baby. Kenya. Kenya. Africa. Stand Kenya, up. stand up. Africa, stand up. Listen. Come we on, motherland. Big love. We got to figure out how we're going to get to y'all because the insights are insightful. <laughs> you guys are up in there Listen. everywhere. We love it. She says, I honestly love you and I'm your number one fan. I struggle with self-confidence. And with this, I kind of feel like I'm giving too much because of my insecurities. For instance, if a guy shows me a little bit of attention, I tend to give in much because of all I want is validation and to know that I'm loved. Mm. I'm so insecure that when I sleep over at a man's house, I wake up before him to apply my makeup in fear of him seeing my face naked. Wow. It's really stressing me out. I pray that one day that I can look in the mirror and be grateful for what I see. How do you handle your fears and how can I begin to heal my insecurities? Wow, first Meg, thank you so much for writing in. Um, this is this is a big one because I know as women, when we're not feeling our best selves, we do seek validation from men. Um, and even our friends, we seek validation everywhere we can get it. So. Just know that you're, this is not an isolated incident. A lot of women deal with this. I've, I've dealt with this as well. Um, but you have to understand that you are worth more, that you don't need the validation of anyone, and it starts with yourself. So I would definitely start, start off by saying just do some self-work, self-inventory, reflection on the things that you love about yourself. Say, okay, I love this, I love that, and start pointing out things. And even I have insecurities. And I've learned to, and I would also look to my man to be like, baby, it's fine. You look great. For me to be like, okay, it's okay. You know, because you want to make sure you look good for your person or just even society. It can be a lot of stress from everything that you're seeing on social media that looks so perfect where you feel like you're not perfect. But I would say scratch all that and really just start talking to yourself saying, I love this about me. Like, I hate my feet. I just told Nora today, mm-hmm. I hate my feet. She goes, I didn't know that about you. I was like, yeah, I hate them. But I'm, I walk around barefoot. You know, I'm not afraid to show my feet anymore. Usually I would have on socks because I have bunions. So that's my insecurity. I hate my feet, but um, I'm learning to just love everything about me and be like, you know what? It's not bad. I've seen worse. Okay. You know, and I would just tell myself, I love this about me. Whatever those things are, even your face. I will say I was in a situ- the situation I was telling you about where the guy, I need to get out of it. The one thing he didn't like was a lot of makeup. Mm. So I was, I love makeup. I still do love makeup. Mm-hmm. But he allowed me to see myself, everything I was trying to hide. Wow. That was the, one of the good things that came out of the relationship. So I would say, take it all off and look at yourself and learn to love what you see. Yeah. Because I too was like that. I felt like I needed the makeup to feel pretty. And now I'm to a space where I can wipe it all off and go out the house and not feel like I have to be made up. And mm-hmm. I feel beautiful just like that. So I want you to take the time to really tell yourself and, and really pour into your own cup, you know, mm-hmm. and not look at it from a man or from your friends or mom and dad. Start sewing into yourself and you'll see a difference for sure. Good. Yeah. That's so good. Thank you. What do you, got? What do you think? <clears throat> I would add to that that confidence is a revelation. Mm. And... Um, 
the the transition for me, mm -hmm. and I'm and I've I I've shared this on my social before I, that I used to suffer from severe insecurity. Mm. Like I would, I used to literally look at myself in the mirror and not be in any way attracted to myself wow. or, or like I couldn't. And again, I would look at myself and couldn't find anything beautiful. Mm. And then also thought that I didn't, to the point that we were talking about earlier, I didn't have any skills or any talent or anything that made me stand out. Mm -hmm. Um, but confidence is a revelation. And what I mean by that is that it, at least for me, my journey was that I, I had to start with one thing. Mm -hmm. And so that was actually um, an exercise that I learned, which is just take it on a post-it and write it down. Mm. And so I wrote the first thing, I'll never forget, I wrote the first thing that came to mind, which is I love my integrity. And I put that on a, on a mirror. Mm -hmm. And then it took me a while, it took me weeks to find something else. But then mm -hmm. when I found one thing, I found the other. Ah. And then when I found the other, I found another. Mm -hmm. And little by little, then I started becoming a confident woman. And so that's what I would say, at least from a practical standpoint mm -hmm. of something that you can do, is start with that. And it is okay if the post-it only has one thing, put that thing on the mirror yeah. and allow God and be intentional about praying for God to mm -hmm. reveal yourself to you mm -hmm. so that you can see you through God's lens, Ooh. right? That's good. And as each, as you get each revelation, write it, put it on the mirror, write it, put it on the mirror because you'll see it mm -hmm. and read it to yourself. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, you know, you believe it because yeah. you, you started to see it. Yes. And so that, for me, at least, was the exercise that aided mm -hmm. in my transition of going from an insecure woman to a very confident one. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's good. Yeah. All right, so we're going to do what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. Oh, okay. Lord, you know what I'm going through, too, because we were all crying about it yesterday. Oh. You want to go first? No, you go first. Okay. <laughs> so right now... Um, I am going through a phase of, I don't want to say reinventing, but tapping into new passions, um, going into a place of the unknown. We're on strike right now, mm. and it's a scary place to be in, you know? Mm. So I think this is quite like COVID and quarantine. It put me in a place where it's like, okay, what can I do to come out better in this situation when mm. this is all over? And I think just figuring those things out and keeping my faith strong and not getting anxious. Cause I caught myself the other day. I was like, Oh gosh, mm. I'm getting a little ang anxious here. Get a little anxiety attack coming on. And I was like, Crystal, I like, I have everything I need. I lack nothing. Mm. What Denora always tells us. And when I said that, I said that a few times, I was like, you're good. Yeah. It's fine. Everything has worked out. It's always going to work out. Yeah. And um, so I'm going through that and growing through, just being just being still mm. you know and learning that like things are going to happen do the work but also sit and just allow god to speak and have that clarity yeah so that's where i'm right now i am both going through and growing through um a season where god is calling me into bigger and higher and greater mm -hmm. mm. and navigating both what does that look like mm -hmm. because i truly don't know right. like the the actual like this is what it looks like and this is what i need you to do mm. um and 
both seeing, like understanding what that is, mm -hmm. and then the fear of how big it is. Yeah. The one thing that I do have clarity mm. on is that it does have to do with ministry. I'm very, very, very clear on that. Yeah. I have felt um, God's tug on my heart um, to no longer sort of gatekeep mm -hmm. my my experience with him yeah. and how he reveals himself to me and mm -hmm. what he shares with me. Mm -hmm. um, which I've always done because I've been uncomfortable being in front of a camera yeah. or or posting, you know, myself on social media. Mm -hmm. Like if you followed me before 2023, I wouldn't even do stories mm -hmm. like no. showing my face. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Not. Like and so and so just understanding like I'm clear that it's ministry. Mm -hmm. I don't know what that ministry looks like. Mm -hmm. And I'm still battling the why why does anybody care what you have to say they do why yeah. why Oof. who 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 do you think you are mm -hmm. i'm still battling that yeah. in all of it all of this Oof. in the uncovering of like well well what's the what what does it actually look like because i refuse to believe that god wants me like taping myself on social i'm like bro you know i don't like this <laughs> so i refuse to believe yeah, that that's what it that's is what you want for me yeah I just know that it's in ministry. I don't mm. know what it looks like. Wow. And so that is both what I'm going through and what I'm growing through. I love and that. and God has sent people mm -hmm. to affirm that that's what it is and mm -hmm. that God is calling me outside of my box. Mm. Shout out to Pastor Stephanie Ike who gave me yeah. a word that to this day I played it for Crystal yesterday yeah. and oh. I like and I got this word what a month ago wow. and I'm still bawling over it I still listen to it every single day mm -hmm. um, so I am going through and growing through mm -hmm. that season of trying to just navigate the waters that he's calling me on yeah that's good yeah that's good I like that yeah. so we do the keep it blank sweetie um, for this episode I'm going to say Keep it faithful, sweetie, because I'm in a very faith-driven season of my life where it's a little, it's being tested. Mm -hmm. So I would say keep it faithful, sweetie. I'm going to say keep it obedient, sweetie. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I will say that my life over the past five years is a testimony to um, the result of being obedient. That's not to mm -hmm. say that I'm perfect because I'm not. And that's also not to say that I have not been disobedient right. because I have. <laughs> um, but, but in the things that I have been obedient in, mm -hmm. I have seen God's grace and mercy and favor right. all over it. Wow. And so I will say, keep it obedient, sweetie. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Denora. Cristalina. Denorina. Cristalina. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I no longer have like I was shaking <laughs> for like the first fifteen minutes. Oh, you listen. I'm yeah. like, they'll, they'll never know. They'll never. You know. are amazing. Thank, Thank you, you so for much. having me. Thank you no. for sharing your platform. Yes. And I also want to say, um, it's been beautiful to watch your evolution. I'm going to start crying. Don't you do it. Um, I met Crystal as a very, very, very guarded woman. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> very guarded. Very guarded. 
Yeah. And watching you fully step into the fullness of who you are. Mm -hmm. uh. Oh, Lord. You cannot <laughs> me crying this early in the morning. I know. It took me forever to... Y'all, I don't know how to do my makeup. And I actually <laughs> it looks did a so good. Job. <laughs> but oh my gosh. watching you step into the fullness of who you are as a woman and seeing the actual transition of you being a woman who was so close up. I remember, mm. I remember, I, I would even say like, damn, you know, like, I, like almost struggling in our relationship because I felt like, damn, I'm so close to everybody else, but I feel like I can't break through Crystal. Like mm -hmm. I can't break through mm -hmm. Crystal. And, and again, <laughs> so if my business, if I did, ran my business differently, that wouldn't matter. Mm -hmm. But I don't, run this business the way that Hollywood runs No, you it. do not. Mm -mm. I don't manage the way that people no. manage. Mm -mm. That's what I love about you. And so, and so for me, having a degree of closeness to, with you and intimacy with you and everybody else is very important to mm -hmm. me. And I, and I remember just feeling like, damn, I can't break through. I can't break through. Mm -hmm. And there was something about this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know what encounter you had. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked, but, but I, th there was a switch. It was, yeah. There was a switch for you that it was literally almost as if you woke up and you decided, I no longer want to live like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I'll never forget when we recorded season one, mm -hmm. you made a comment. You said, it just feels so good to feel like myself. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Because I was, oh my gosh, it's so hard to, like, when you're in the light all the time, yeah. you want to have something for yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's, it was hard trying to figure out, okay, what can I let people in on? Yeah. And so they can feel a part of this life with me in this journey. And then what can I keep to myself, yeah. you know? And I was under the impression that, okay, Fatima's for the world. Crystals for me and mm. like my close people, you know, and I did not know how to like be like, no, you can be yourself. People yeah. allow people to fall in love with Crystal. Yeah. And even DeVal had told me one day, he said, when I look at your social media, I don't know who you are. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know who I am. Right. Why, why does it matter if you don't know me? On, like, he's like, it does matter. Mm -hmm. He was like, people need to have, have some type of relation. You'd be like, I can relate to this girl. Yes. What, what is it? And um, I think through me i'm very guarded with people you know especially like how we are now like it takes me a minute yeah. to like really and, it, and i think too i didn't know like okay is this just business yeah like does she just have a relationship with her other clients because they've been together or can we have that too mm -hmm. you know and um as we spent more time together i was like i really i feel safe with you yeah. you know and that's another like having knowing that you can trust someone um, that you can talk to them about things other than business. Like, I talked to you about everything now. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, so it was um, one of those things where I just, I definitely, I feel so much free, yeah. freer than I did before because I can be myself. Yeah. And, and people don't judge me for it. Yes. You know? And who cares if they do? <laughs> and who cares Period. if they do? So I just wanted to leave you, you with that. I hadn't Ugh. said that to you intentionally because I mm -hmm. wanted to share that with you here. I mm -hmm. wanted to just honor you, you um in that journey because that's not an easy journey it is not um it is but not. but experiencing all of you mm -hmm. has just 
like it personally inspires me wow. on so many levels. Mm -hmm. Even as the in the season that I'm currently going through, yeah. where if you remember, you said to me like, I didn't even know that I had a voice. Yes, I am navigating yeah. my. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. So wow. thank you. Absolutely no, thank, thank you. you. We I did it for each you. other. I love oh you. my God, I love you too. This is good. This is good. Thank you guys so much. I hope you were blessed by this episode. We touched on so many different topics. We sure did. Uh, we did. And we have a, a lot in common. Yes, I listen we to do. your story, I'm like, dang, I'm very similar. Yes. Yes. That's probably why we connected too. Mm -hmm. But thank you guys so much for tuning in. If you guys want to be a part of our Positive Outcomes listener letter, please write in to keepitpositivesweetie at gmail.com. I'm looking at this. I'm not even looking at this. You look at, or you I'm look looking at the monitor? I don't know what I, yeah, I don't know why I'm looking there instead of here. Maybe because she's fine. Yeah. And she saw that. She was like, I was I'm like, fine. Let me look at myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably right. She's like, let me talk to me about me. About me, about me. <laughs> <laughs> at some point. Look, Kyle, okay. stays, Kyle stays over it. I know. <laughs> Denora, thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. No, you good. No. I have my cat. I have my cat. Yeah. My Candace mm -hmm. Thank napkin. you. This is amazing. I appreciate you um, for coming on. This is thank amazing. You. I was blessed by this. And we have so much in common. Yes. That I didn't, I'm do. like, wow, we have a lot of similarities and parallels mm -hmm. when it comes to our trajectory. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. Remember, if you want to be featured on our Positive Outcome Listener Letter, write into keepitpositivesweetie at gmail.com. And that's sweetie with an I-E. Not a Y, baby. That's right. Because we Please do not. Because why? No. Because it's not Sweetie Bird. You know, Sweetie? Yes. <laughs> I-E. I-E. Make sure you follow Kips on all platforms. And then you can also follow me on all platforms at Love Christorne, and that's L-U-V. Denora, tell them where the people can find you. Um, I am Denora. <laughs> I-A-M-D-I-N-O-R-A-H. Because you are Denora. I am Denora. She is. All right, guys. That's all for today. We love you guys, and we will see you soon. Bye. You know what to do in the meantime. Keep, Keep it positive, positive sweetie. sweetie. <laughs>